everyone. Good morning. This is Table for Two with Naomi Nachman on the Nachum Siegel Network. Our show is sponsored by Natural and Kosher Cheeses, when quality and flavour matter. For those of you who don't know me, I'm Naomi Nachman and I'm about all the food all the time. I love food. I love shopping for food, cooking it, eating it, eating at restaurants. I'm a kosher personal chef. My business is called the Aussie Gourmet. And anytime you don't feel like cooking, you can give me a call. I also give cooking classes. I run national kosher chop competitions. I cook for people who ever doesn't want to cook, especially those who are making sheva brachos coming up in the sheva bracha season coming up right now because all the yontavs are over. You can give me a call. I'm happy to help you out there. Hope you'll tune in every week and uh, hear about my cooking adventures, my kosher food traveling and sharing of great food recipes and ideas from these amazing guests. But I want to hear about your food experiences too. So email me, Naomi, at nachamsegal.com. You can join my fan page on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Yeah. Um, Instagram stories. Follow my Instagram stories. Um, yeah, lots of exciting adventures. Okay, so um, uh, share anything that you do with me and I'll share it back with everyone else. This should be a foodie conversation. Um, I just want to do a quick little recap. Um, you heard my show last week, which I had pre-recorded because Amy Kreitzer was in from Texas and I organized that we should do a special uh, video shoot. Remember, um, not well, there was no video, I'm sorry, a special recording um, in the studio with Amy and, and Liz Rubin joined us. So it was a very special um, uh, show uh, that we that we prepared for last week. So um, now you can hear that my cold has gone away because it's been like a month. <laughs> um, and now all the yachts are sofa and I was actually in Florida last week. So I must give a shout out to three knockout restaurants because I've, I've if you follow me and my crazy food adventures, you know I've eaten a lot of food in a lot of places. But I must give a shout out to... Um, Aqua Miami. It's this. It's in the Waterways area in Aventura. To Aqua Miami. To Mark, um, who did and 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 Avi, who did such an incredible job there um, at the restaurant. And um, the chef is. I'm completely drawing a bank. <laughs> he he won. He won. You'll know. He won at um. A re- he won at um, Must Be As Chopped event. Oh. oh, I can't believe I've forgotten his name. <laughs> he is a... Uh, uh, no, not odd. He's Israeli. No, 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 no. Oh, my God. I love you. You are like... Google that. <laughs> yeah, will you Google that for me? Essie's going to look it up. I don't know why I'm drawing a blank, but he's amazing. The food at Aqua is a standout. They saw that I was down there on Instagram and they invited me to the restaurant and they gave us, me, my husband and Lisa, our friend Lisa, who's a colleague of my husband's, um, that we were down there uh, on a lawyer's conference and then they ended up on a foodie adventure. So welcome to my world. Um, and we had really Miami Aqua is insane, absolutely insane. And you must go there if you're going uh, anywhere in the Florida region uh, in the next couple of months or years. Hopefully they'll be around. Fuegos. They also own Fuegos. Fuegos is amazing. It has a great reputation. It's a couple years old, packed out every night. But Aqua is is their newest collection. And they also have Blaze, um, their trio of, of restaurants. And, of course, my mate Zach the Baker. Amazing bread. Go on my Instagram or Facebook and you see the sandwiches that we order. We just could not believe how that, that bread is outstanding another shout out to fireside up in monsey we were there for dinner a couple of weeks ago outstanding as well so they are my little restaurant recaps sd berkowitz primetime parent and um head of the kosher feast or co-head of the kosher feast uh coming up to social yes. media dinner asaf asaf oh my god asaf asaf you are the best He's really, really talented i can't believe i slipped my mind you see i'm getting old you know i, I fill my head with a lot of junk all good junk, but yeah. So, okay. So, um, the winner, we need a drum roll, ZK. The winner for the um, Amy Kreitzer's What You Want to Eat cookbook is none other than the drum roll. Tina Wasserman from Canada. So she has an American address, so we can send that off to her. Muzzle top, Tina. So you are doing, uh, you're going to be receiving uh, Amy's book. Um, just a few quick announcements. Um, we are um, having at my house next Monday. I'm going to be doing a challah bake. Um, if you're interested in joining us, 
for Table for Two. It's a challah for Table for Two, which is going to air on f- the Friday morning. We're doing a special recording session. ZK's going to make challah with us. Um, he's going to film it and we're going to play it next Friday. So make sure you watch Table for Two next Friday because it's Shabbat Project. And we're going to, you'll be able to, like, if you can't, if you don't know how to make challah next Friday morning, you can join us um, making challah online. And, well, you can make it in your house wherever you live in the world. We've got fans in England and we've got fans in, in um, listeners across the country and around the world. So you can watch us and join us making our challah bake um, at the same time. And I've got Yachad challah bake, um, which I'm going to be doing with the OU, a Yachad inclusion challah bake on Wednesday and then, of course, Mums on a Mitzvah, Linda Sadaka Chalabek at the Sephardic Centre. We're going to be talking to Linda in a few minutes. Wow, that was a very long ramble for me. <laughs> we got to six minutes. But I ha- feel like I had so much to share because I haven't actually recorded a new show in like a few weeks. So I like had to get that all out there. Um, an incredible lineup today. I have Menachem Lubinsky. Menachem Lubinsky started Kosher Fest back in what year? 28 years ago. 28 years ago, and he's with us in the studio today, along with Esty Berkowitz from Primetime Parent, a frequent guest of Table for Two, and she's the uh, co-producer of the Kosher Feast Dinner. We're going to be chatting with them, and of course, Linda Sadaka uh, in a little bit. But now let's um, catch up with Menachem Lebinski. It's been two years since I've been able to bring him uh, into the studio. I think last year you were traveling a lot. Our dates did not work out when we tried. Okay. But welcome back to the Nachum Siegel Network Studios on the gorgeous Lower East Side. It's a beautiful day today. Okay, it's a pleasure. <clears throat> okay, great. So as we said, 28 years. Wow, that's a long time, right? It is. How, how many people came to the first year? We're going to do a little trip down memory lane. The first year, about 800 people came. And this year registered uh, so and they, far. One second, and there were, <laughs> hold it, there were only 69 booths at the show. Okay. Jump to 2016. All right. Uh, we have approximately 7,000 registrants <laughs> this year and 400 booths. Amazing. But uh, the, the, the story really is not Kosher Fest as much as it's a story. The Please. story. The story is what happened to the kosher food industry in these 28 years. I mean, you talk about it. A revolution. A revolution means total change. It doesn't mean a little bit of change. It doesn't mean sporadic change. It means cataclysmic change. And that's what happened in the kosher food industry. Now, many people are wondering, um, they ask me, did you have a vision that kosher might turn into this? Vision, yes. Maybe dream would be a better word. (laughs) But it, it seemed so far from reality because the industry was very small-minded. And I, don't, and I don't mind saying it, because even the way they showed up, it isn't, it isn't just the first show, but if you, if you went to the first show, everyone had tabletops. No one had a, practically no one had a booth, a structured Where booth. Where was it? It was actually in the, giant, in the old Giant Stadium Club. They had an indoor club, which they did, they did exhibits. And... Um, very few of them even knew what it means to exhibit at a food show. They had never been to a food show. Right. Uh, so this revolution, that's why I'm talking about what happened in these 28 years. Uh, when you use the word gourmet, it was like, what does it got to do with kosher? I mean, you know, right. Kosher is, uh, you know, you ask people about kosher. Like, for example, I, I still remember the memory I have about a buyer who came from New Jersey. And he had one of the supermarkets there. And he says, I have a kosher food section. And I said, well, what do you have in the kosher food section? He says, I've got seven, eight products. He says, I've got grape juice and I've got yardside candles and I've got borscht <laughs> and, and jug, I've got shav. And jars and filter fish. And I yes. have a jar of filter fish and I've got horseradish. I mean, that's the mindset that you had. And I talk about people out there when they were talking about uh, eating out. So it was... You know, who, are the, who is eating Chinese food in New York? Jews. Right. Not the Chinese. Chinese are trying to right become American on. or trying to eat American. <laughs> That's you know. really so, true. So right here on the Lower East Side, what was the most popular Sh- restaurant? Schmoke Bernstein's. Schmoke So when you look at what happened in these 28 years, I think Kosher Fest was the showcase of what happened in the industry. But what the real story is, the change, the major revolution that took place, people's thinking, people... People's idea that kosher doesn't have to be limited 
I mean, that was, there was an idea that, you know, because of kosher, there could only be a very certain number of products and, and venues and events that could be kosher. And all of a sudden, sort of the world opened up. And, right. and, and everyone's eyes opened up. You know what? Kosher can be anything. It can be ex extravagant as you wish. It can be tasteful as you wish. It can have the most the, the, the gourmet chefs doing it. People began to really understand that the opportunity, and I think that's the key word here, the opportunity for kosher. Uh, and also remember there was, uh, the United States was going through demographic change. Correct. The Jewish community was evolving in a way which it had not previously. Like, like what do you mean, geographically moving? No, yeah, in that, new, in that sense too. But the, the old-time Jew, the, uh, what we used to call the Sadies of the world, who used to go buy an empire chicken, and uh, they, they, they ate kosher, but to them meaning kosher meant buying a kosher chicken and taking it home or on Thanksgiving, a kosher turkey. But they weren't really kosher. They, they weren't really kosher. Kashrut, meaning, and, and kashrut wasn't really developed. I mean, you know, people made their own decisions right. years ago. You would about, read the labels before the yeah, OU came my, out. My mother was my, was my kosher supervisor. <laughs> yeah, you could eat this ice cream. There's no problem. There's nothing in the ingredients right, that, that makes it non-kosher. Yeah. So when you talk about kosher fest and, and when you go this year and, and you see uh, exhibitors from the Czech Republic and from Sri Lanka and from Korea... Uh, you know, there is a story in that too, because you talk about, we're always down about how Jews are treated and uh, in the UN and this and that, but understand that there's one item that has in, is international and everybody agrees to it. It's kosher. A hundred countries have kosher certification. Because why? Because you cannot sell to the United States practically today any ingredient item if it's not kosher. Really? Who are you going to sell to? Coca-Cola's not going to buy it. Pepsi's not going to buy it. Right. Dannon's not going to buy it. Kellogg's is not going to buy right. it. So who, you who are you selling to? So you're selling to a limited number of non-kosher. So the majority of the world that wants to trade in food with the United States it's got has, to to, has to be kosher. Isn't that insane? It's, it's, it's amazing. Right? Yeah. I, yeah. I love this revolution. I love your word, kosher revolution. It's kosher revolution. It's, uh, it's, sort of, it's sort of God's way of making inroads with the Torah all over the world. <laughs> but you know what I find super interesting? The last five years. I think five to seven years. I want to, I'm going to say blame, in, quote, in quotes, because it's really, she was really the, for, for the home cook is Susie Fishbein. She I mean, there's amazing Noreen Gillette. She was writing cookbooks for over 30 years. But Susie Fishbein with the kosher palette for the Kushner High School and then kosher by design, brought the home cook now into something of, of a um, new revolution, a beginning of a revolution, the cookbook revolution, right? So you're having all these mums wanting to make really good food, needed crazy ingredients. I remember Gourmet Glad, Howie from Gourmet Glad told me, I need to call Susie to see if there's a new book coming out because she has ingredients in there that we don't carry and I want to make sure that Gourmet Glatt carries the ingredients that Susie has in her new book. And then these places are now showcased at Kosher Fest. So now Mirren was impossible to buy. So now, of course, Mirren's a staple in Gourmet Glatt now because of recipes that, I like to say I had a big Mirren recipe earlier on in my career that sold out one day and gone make up, but recipes that Susie had put in or, you know, um, you know, Worcestershire sauce. Okay, that's a little bit old school, but it only used to have O-U-D-E and now it has, or, or fish, O-U fish. Now it has without the fish, you can have um, O-U without the fish. It's, it's, it's all come together. Like people like Susie and all these great cookbooks that are always continually coming out. Thank you to Art Scroll and Feldheim that are putting out stuff. Oh, you. I mean, they're not doing cookbooks as of yet, but you never know. But what the sparring, the learning that is going on that are making people from aware, wanting to eat good food, needing good ingredients. And Kosher Fest is the place, where, is the first stepping stone to being Absolutely. showcasing kosher but, but, you food. You know, I, I think the word blame is a good good word to use. I'll tell you why. <laughs> and I, I only uh, mean that positive. I'll tell you why. She's the one that started. She is amazing. It's it's blamey. It's our pointing, you know, we you, love you, You Susie. won't believe how many women and even people who are in, in the social work field will tell you that this created a new pressure on young women who are 
kind of working and doing that because it's no longer good enough to go to your mother and say, well, how do you cook the gefilte fish? How do you present the gefilte fish? I've got to go into, into Susan Fishbein's cookbook. Right. So it created, right. it created, instead of a cook, it's now a house chef. Right. So from a, we, went well, from a, we went from a cook to a chef. Right. That's and, how I started my whole business. And once, what happened? As, as we know in everything else in the Jewish world, it became highly competitive. Oh. Everybody mm. wanted to outdo everybody else. Because we love it. So we, don't so, say we don't. We so, love it. So this crea- right? it created if a you whole, don't, let me know. <laughs> it created a whole, ca- a whole category, in effect, of a new Orthodox Jewish woman. It's true. You and we have... A young man, because my husband inspired me. Well, you know, the, the, there you go, SD. I, Shout out to Avi. Avi. You know, I'm, I'm, a re- I'm a researcher. I'm a numbers guy. So I'm going to go with the majority. He is a minority. He is a minority. But... You know, that, that's true. But let me give you one figure, which I think is extraordinary. I love it. Give me the figures. When kosher first started 28 years ago, there were approximately seven kosher cookbooks on the market. Oh. And the biggest one was the Lubavitch cookbook. The purple one. I love, love it. it. Have which, it. Which, have which, at that, which at that time, you're talking about 28 years ago, had sold a half million copies. Can I just right? say, I have the yellow one, the original one. Oh. I got it for my bat mitzvah. So the purple <laughs> one's actually the second According one. According to my source uh, in the... Uh, Judaica books today, there's 120 kosher book cookbooks. And I'm not talking about there's a cookbook every weekend in the magazine, in, whether, I know. in any of the major magazines. And, and forget, it's, forget, forget just cookbooks. We've got Joy of Kosher, we have Mishpacha, we have Ami, or the Bina, we, they all have food sections. Well, what about the, uh, the, the foodies and the bloggers oh, and, and, what, the blogs. and what happened? The whole. The whole cyber world that became I, a kosher cyber world. Right. It's a co- it, and we have, because of that, hash social media dinners for kosher foodies. Exactly. We've, so, we've started something so, crazy. So when, you, when I talk about a revolution. Nah, it's, it's your fault. Do you fault. understand? It's your fault. It's my yeah, fault. Blame. I said the blame, you know. Yeah, the blame. <laughs> it's Menachem Lubinsky uh, for, t- for, t- bring, for I'll, making I'll us. I'll take the blame, but, I, but you, you know, know what? what? You, it's a good blame. You That's know what? what I'm saying. I love the people, fact that this is going on. You know, people are very happy. And that's, I think that's the, uh, the bottom line. You know, people people are happy with the change. They, yeah, there was, a, in a way, it was, we felt a bit inferior. When we said kosher, we whispered. Mm-hmm. Nah. So, you know, now we're like, I, kosher. You know, and, and, and if we said kosher wine, what's that, Manischewitz? Oh. Mano Manischewitz? <gasps> you know, and, to, and kosher today, wines and are today some of the best in the we world. can put up any wine against any yeah, wine in the we, world we've, we're and winning medals we're winning medals right. it's not only that we're winning medals we we've gone to a point where our packaging is super our our quality has changed dramatically you know the the biggest change that i've seen was in israel because yeah. in israel 28 years ago uh, producing a food product meant putting it into a cellophane wrapper and almost everything was in cellophane and, and quality. The, today, they are on the cutting edge using technology for gluten-free, for, for health-related Every products. kosher restaurant now, I don't know when the last time you know, so you probably go quite often. When you go to a restaurant in Israel, it'll have an O with a V for vegan at just about every restaurant and a GF for gluten-free. Mm-hmm. On, if they were always, we don't have that in America. Right. But you know what? This revolution really took hold here before it took place in Israel. But Israel ran with it because Israel, their, their Israel, restaurants a, are way better than absolutely. ours. The hottest chefs in America right now, non-kosher chefs, are the Israeli yes. Jewish chefs. Shaya Alon in uh, New Orleans and uh, Meir Adoni. Well, he's in Israel and he's here and he's everywhere because he's amazing. And the other one, of course, you know, um, um, Michael Solomoff. The hottest chefs right. in America, Israeli, new Israeli Mediterranean cuisine. is It's in now. There's going to be Allenby's in a couple of weeks, kosher, from Elior, Elior Bilbul. I ate this food at the Kosher Food Network dinner, which was an amazing oh, yes. thing to have. Right. We now have Kosher Food Network. The Food Network from televisions had a kosher dinner for their fundraising um, against hunger. It was unreal. Well, Israel, was that bison it, and well, Israel really never had a cuisine because Israel was a land of immigrants. So you had the, yeah. the, the those that came from the Arab countries had one cuisine. The people have you seen the the uh, Roger Sherman's in sh- the video, the documentary in search of Israeli cuisine? Yes, I did. Yeah, interesting, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely yeah. interesting. You know, it had a whole mix. It showed everybody's sides, but I really got a lot of that. Got a lot out of that. But oh. um, but <laughs> I have to see it. Yeah, no, it was very interesting, and I'll tell you why. Later. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it was it was um. It was very eye-opening that, you know, New York also is a big fat melting pot. Mm-hmm. Same with Australia. Mm-hmm. Australia, popular t- cuisine in Australia is Thai food because there's so many people from 
influences from Thailand. It's right above Australia. So there you go. We're always a melting pot, Jews especially. That's right. So when you talk about Kosher Fest and, and kind of like leading the way in this revolution and being the showcase, um, we, we, we watch changes every year. It's not like if you've been to the show last year, you, for example, this year, there are 90 new exhibitors. Oh, 90 I'm, new I'm, exhibitors. So if you've been to the show, if you've <laughs> yeah, been to the yeah. show last year, yeah. you're missing 90 new exhibitors. I haven't missed a show in yeah. 15, 18 years. I don't think I've missed a show. Do you know that a whole bunch of us, we actually make a real conference out of this, meaning that all us New York, New Jersey girls, we all get together. We go to the kosher feast dinner. Then we go and we sleep over at a hotel. Um, we have our little workshops. Um, and we sit and schmooze and talk food all night. And then we go to Kosher Fest. We're the first ones in the door. We're the media people. But we, we, um, we make a big thing about it because this is really important to our industry. So Yeah, but, you know, let's not forget that the focus of Kosher Fest is to move the industry. Oh, we, okay. we are moving it. Which, yes. which yeah. uh, you know, I, I, I can't tell you the, the numbers. In fact, if I had to categorize one thing about the industry, I think that they're, they're right now they're on the gas pedal. They can't even put their foot on the brake to listen to ideas that may help them because they are so successful. I mean, why? We have now 40 independents, really kosher supermarkets, when we, we, were th we thought we were on the downswing because the supermarkets were going to put mom and pops and the independents out of business. And now these independents are, are coming out in these beautiful stores. And we started by pomegranate uh, oh. uh, years ago. And now today, uh, we're two weeks away from the opening of, of a top-notch gourmet Where? supermarket in Borough Park. In another the one? In the another form of, one? Another one by an Israeli and American entrepreneurs. Yeah, Sorry? road trip. Yeah, road trip. We got to go there. We got to yeah, go. Yeah, yeah. So... So really, where, where is it going to be? It's where the old Pathmark was on 60th Street and 13th Avenue. Really? 60th Street? Okay, I know. Okay. But, but uh, you I know, know, I don't want to give away any secrets, but my understanding is, is that they're doing this in an interesting Israeli way, which kind of like the American consumer has really not seen yet. But That's interesting because the Israeli supermarkets sometimes can be a bit of a balagan. <laughs> But uh, not, not if you go into a, a Rami Levy today or uh, you go into a Shufa Sal, a lot of them, uh, they're beautifully set up. Some of the supermarkets, I mean, I'm not talking... Depends where. <laughs> right, right, right. I'm, I'm not, of course, it depends where. But but Israel today, it's quite a retail experience. I, I know. Mean, you know I, I go to Israel. Oh, I went last year twice. I led a birthright trip to Israel. Mm -hmm. And then I went to visit my Jordan Seminary. And I, I ate my way through the country. And I became Elan Kornblum's Foodie of the Week because I ate so much food. Now we're going to visit my next daughter is Israel this year. And my husband promised me that I wouldn't eat out as much as I did last year. <laughs> so you're hearing this on air. <laughs> but if you want Naomi to come to your restaurant, send her an email. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks, Esty. Esty's got my back. <laughs> yeah, strategy. <laughs> so and, and the big plus of the independence is, is that they can put all kosher products in there, which means they can give you many, many more choices. They can put in products that the uh, supermarket that has only eight feet cannot put in. So there's an advantage to that. But there are some great destination stores. I mean, the Jewels out in Chicago yeah, did, comes to mind. The Wind dixie did we do a show in Chicago? Didn't Nachum do a show a couple of weeks ago mm -hmm. in Chicago? Yes. I mean, what Deborah Shapiro did in uh, Wind dixie in Ventura when she was there. Today she's with Joy of she Kosher. Joy of Kosher. Yeah, but, you know, it's just, just remarkable. And you, the, the thing is, when you oh, walk, when you walk in there and you're kosher, you kind of walk in and say, oh, this is a kosher store. But, and, and the non-kosher consumer... Doesn't uh, realize. Well, they don't realize, but they are more and more, they're picking up items that right. they're picking up items because the kosher items one look good. One of my chefs, one of my chefs is not kosher. I mean, I, I, I walk by the aisle and I see the Kedem biscuits there and I see people just non-Jews picking up the biscuits. <laughs> I mean, you know, biscuits and teas <laughs> for everybody. Nachos, nachos. Yeah, Question yeah. about Kosher Fest before uh, yeah. we have to go. Um, Jamie Geller is going to be setting up CKCA is no yes, longer running. Yes, this year, right? So this year, I, I'm going to be running the uh, Kosher Masters competition for Jamie Geller. Right. What's Kosher Fest without you? <laughs> well, thank you, Manaka. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You don't know what that means that you said yeah. that. Thank yeah, you. No, no, it's the smile. It's <laughs> thank you. I'm yeah. very excited to be there. I, when I was asked to be yeah. the MC again for the uh, Kosher Cooking, how long did it take you to say yes? Oh, <laughs> one second. No. We negotiated, don't you? Yeah. Don't you worry, I negotiated for myself. Um, um, what, who else is going to be attending? Are there going to be other cooking demos? What else is going on? There's, a, there's always the, of, the, book, um, the book signings the of the new books. The, the, the keynote, I'm actually going to speak this year about, uh, which is kind of like the new phenomenon, which you would understand, Esty. This is the kosher community moving into the digital age. 
because you know what was inter what was interesting is when we were in the supermarkets and in independence and all of a sudden something called the club store came in so if i'm a shopper I don't necessarily buy 100% of my stuff in a kosher supermarket. I go to Costco, for yep. example, and I buy bulk some of the stuff. Yep. So now this, the, there's a new, new entry in there, and that's the digital age, and those are the online. So I'm buying certain things. I'm buying by the case or all that. I'm buying online. I might not necessarily buy everything online yet. Do you know the Alaskan you know. Jews, the kosher Alaskan Jews, because I've been to Alaska, I've been to Anchorage, I worked with Chabad there. Um, I did some... Oh, the Chabad Shliach, a perfect example of... They right. live so, on, they live so, on, the, so, but on the internet. So, but yeah. Chabad and Anchorage, they... Amazon, kosher food on Amazon. Exactly. You know? yeah, so. And, 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 I'd like to and Fresh Direct time. and uh, all of these uh, entry, uh, entries realize that kosher is the opportunity for growth. And I, and I think if you talk about five years, in the next five years, this is going to explode. I, I built my whole yeah, business yeah. on social media. Yeah, it's a, can explode. I yeah. mean, you're you're actually at the cusp of. I don't think we're there yet, but I think we are. I can't wait to see what's going to be. <laughs> Menachem, you'll be back next year for year 29, and we're going to see where where we're going on that uprise. Beautiful, beautiful, okay, and I'll, I look forward to seeing you. I and, look forward to seeing uh, you. And bring you the too. smile with you. Oh, I bring my smile, my <laughs> accent, my enthusiasm, yeah. my excitement for food. Menachem has so much to do, so he can't yeah. stick around. He's Thank you welcome very much. To, he knows that. Yeah. And Eski's going to scoot on over, and then I'm going to talk yeah. to Linda Sadaka. In a minute, while we do our What's for Dinner segment, um, we're actually going to do um, Biscoff cookie butters right after our station ID. This is Table for Two with Naomi Nachman on the Nachum Siegel Network. Our, her our show is also heard on our Ruth Sheva English Radio, and we are sponsored by Natural and Kosher, where quality and flavor matter. So um, Biscoff cookie bars are, are my um, newest... Um, addition to my repertoire because Biscoff are those cookie butters from Israel. You can see I'm going to write about it on my blog and it was in last week's Mishpacha magazine so you can read up about that. But for my, this is my What's for Dinner segment sponsored by Gourmet Glut Biscoff cookie bars. It's three cups of flour, one cup of sugar, one cup of canola oil, one egg, one teaspoon of vanilla extract and you mix all that together and you press it. It will be crumbly though to the bottom of a 9 by 13 pan. And then you take um, the Biscoff Lotus butter. You can buy it in Gourmet Glut and just warm it in the microwave for a minute or like put in some hot water till it softens. It's much easier to spread. I use the crunchy one and I, sp um, I spread it all over the, um, the bar and then I bake it um, and it's so delicious. Um, and then I just take some leftover crumbs that didn't all fit into the bottom of the pan and I crumble that on top as well and I take some uh, lotus biscuits and I crunch that up too and I put it all over and I bake another few more minutes and it is so delicious. Um, so make sure you pick up Biscoff from Gomek Lat. It's also available in Israel everywhere. <laughs> um, and I'm going to put this recipe up on my blog or I can email it to you. Just email me, Naomi at NachamSiegel.com if you want to get a hold of that recipe. Um, okay, thank you Gomek Lat for all your great work that you do for the kosher community as well. Okay, a couple of weeks. We've got some exciting shows in Gomeglad. I Just before I bring Linda on, I just want to remind everyone, if you want to participate in my Chalabake uh, next week, so next week's show is going to be done from my house. Um, so make sure you tune in for that. And I'm going to be – I didn't uh, – I, I should have told her when Menachem was here, but I'm going to be doing Table for Two from Kosher Fest. So we're going to be doing a walk around. So, yeah, so I'm really excited about that. So next week is Chalabay. The following week is Kosher Fest. So two remote shows coming up. Super excited, and I'm so excited to talk to Linda Sadaka. Hi, how are you, Naomi? Good. Thank you so much. I'm going to try that recipe, by the way. Sounds great. <laughs> oh, my God. It's sick. And you know what? There's no margarine or butter in it. So, oh, you know, awesome. you can make it parv and healthy without using all those crazy margarines. So, yeah. Perfect. How Perfect. are you? Good. And yourself? I'm super excited. I'm so excited for next week because I love the whole concept of Shabbos Project and I love the whole concept of baking challah together. And I bake challah every week. So to be involved in so many projects and to be invited back by Mums on a Mitzvah group from um, Brooklyn was very exciting for me. So thank you for asking me to come back and teach everyone challah baking. It's our honor to have you. And for those who haven't met Naomi in person, she is a bundle of positive energy. <laughs> you're Seriously, you're a joy to work with. 
you make it like we're not even working, frankly. Uh, I'm and embarrassed. Your, your accent is a bonus. <laughs> so oh, thank I you. can't complain. <laughs> we're well, very why, happy to have you. That's why I think everyone's listening. Okay, thank you. I'm really excited. I just want to let everyone know that um, I'm Ashkenaz and the Mums on a Mitzvah group is um, basically mostly Sephardi, right? That's Linda. true. So we, they, don't, we don't discriminate. We'll take no, anybody as a not, team but, member, but so this happens is, to be the it, task of what the makeup of the team is currently. Right. So Although, I just, no, actually, sorry, we do have um, two Ashkenaz women on board who oh, I love. Oh, awesome. But yeah. my point, my, I had to relearn to make challah because Linda said, okay, we want you on. What's your <laughs> recipe? So I start giving her my recipe over the phone. Six eggs. A, 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 yeah, six eggs <laughs> and um, three quarters of a cup of oil and two cups of sugar. She goes, stop, stop right there. For us, that's mezzanot. So I'm like, what? <laughs> so she said, okay, we have to like, I have to call my rabbi and my, my husband's cousin, Rabbi Shub from Long Island. So I spoke to him and he goes, no, you cannot have more than, what did we say, half a cup, three quarters of a cup of sugar. Three quarters. Three, three quarters of a quarter, cup of sugar yeah. is in our recipe. And then a few eggs and oil. So all the water dry wet ingredient ratio was all off for me so i had to relearn i reworked my recipe so it was and it's ex- amazing though i mean i tried it um before the holiday and it was phenomenal it's my new go-to Woo-hoo! recipe for shabbat so i was very excited but i had to also i have a magic mill so i had to like learn how to make challah week after week and i did my recipe and your recipe on interchange by hand so awesome. this is a five pound batch that we're going to make and we're going to put yeah. it up on the nacham siegel network website we'll do an ashkenazi and a and a <laughs> Um, and the Sephardi challah recipes. But what, and, and you had to just make sure that, you know, I was doing them by hand and it's so easy to make by hand. So if you don't have a machine, don't fret because you can make, the only purchase you'll need is a big bowl. Yeah, it's amazing. It really is amazing. It tastes delicious. And as I said, it's definitely going to be my new recipe for Shabbat. And I even gave it to all my sister-in-law. So that's how much I like it. Okay. <laughs> so let's talk a little bit, two things. Let's go back. Let's talk about what Mums on a Mitzvah is. And how you came to the Chalabag. So Moms on a Mitzvah is kind of unique in that we do so many different things. We began as a team when we got the Federal Drug Administration to relent in Alicia Cohen's case, which uh, went viral across the world, not just the Jewish world. And after that, we just got a lot of people contacting us for different chesed. A lot of them were, um, unfortunately, we dealt a lot with cancer patients that were very young. We had one child actually from France um, who Make-A-Wish actually wouldn't take him because he's Jewish. Oh, it was the my. most anti-Semitic thing I ever heard in my life. Oh, that's terrible. Yeah, but Bo Hashem, we flew him in, um, and we did more than what Make-A-Wish would have done. He actually was a sports enthusiast, and uh, I'm not a sports person, so I, forgive me if I say like the wrong thing here, but I know for sure he did play with the Yankees privately, which was not something he asked for, but something that we were able to do for him. And somebody from the Rangers, I think that's hockey, right? Is it hockey? Rangers? Rangers are hockey, yes. Okay, You're good. talking to an Australian, okay? I'm not oh, sure okay. myself, but I, yes. And somebody from the Rangers actually called them on their cell phone <gasps> at the hockey game and uh, after the hockey game, rather, and uh, met up with them. And it was just, you know what, it's just so satisfying to help in any way that we can, and we're able to do that. We do medical transfers thanks to the medical connections that we have when needed. We help with clothing to clothe the poor and feed the poor if need be. I mean, basically, whatever it is, we'll do it. Uh, my love is politics, so I do bring in yes. counter-terrorist we experts. Have, and we had a little chat about that. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we did. <laughs> we did. Um, and uh, so, so we do that as well. And, of course, we're women. We're a team of women, and women love to bake. And so the challah bake falls, like, right into the category of, you know, what we do. So this is actually our third year in a row doing this, and we love it. You know, the unity is unbelievable. Uh, it's just, it's a blast. You, you were there last year, Naomi. Was, I mean, the energy didn't you feel like that when insane. we said the Shema was incredible? It was amazing. Right. It's, it's beautiful. So, and, and it's a little bit different this year. Um, what we're doing this year during your one hour of rising time, we have three different chefs who are very healthy type chefs who don't forsake taste uh, because of the health. And they're doing healthy Shabbat food uh, or Shabbos, excuse me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's okay. We do both. Okay, We're and, uh, and, and we have a lot of surprises up our sleeves for the women. I mean, everyone's going to leave happy. Everyone's going to leave a winner. Um, we're going to give away a lot of stuff. And Na- so every- Natural and Kosher is donating a cheese basket. So thank you to Natural and Kosher. Yes, 
unbelievable. Can't wait to see that. I heard it's beautiful. Yes. And I do want to give a shout out to the Avenue S Mini Market for sponsoring all the ingredients for the holiday. Yeah, I want to go year. in and say hello to them and, and um, walk around the store. And they're super excited to have you. Yeah. <laughs> so, so it's going to be phenomenal. And, and I just, uh, I'm, I'm very excited because honestly, we didn't know in the beginning how to one up what we did last year because that was so phenomenal. Yeah. But this excited me so much. This idea, which I just revealed to your, um, to your, to your people who are listening, is just something that excited me. And, and also, we have amazing vendors downstairs um, at the event. For, like, if you're walking out, you have your chalas, right? And then you could pick up fresh flowers. You could pick up curate olives. You could pick up a whole bunch of stuff that you would enjoy on Shabbos um, by these vendors. So it's, it's going to be very exciting. I, I can't wait. I cannot wait. And I'm going to meet up with some friends. I'm going to meet up with my friend Beth Warren, and she's going to take me on a little tour. Oh, of I some can't of wait to, to meet her. Stuff. Yeah, I have to introduce her you to her. Things. She's amazing, and we're going to do it. She took me around Deal once, and now she's going to take me around Flatbush um, to some of the Sephardic stores. Amazing. Um, I want to get some meze. Okay. Oh, meze, <laughs> you're not going to go wrong there. Meze are <laughs> Sephardic appetizers. Am I saying it right? Yes. Absolutely. In fact, can I? Would I be able to mention some of the vendors that are going to yeah, be there? Yeah, please do, because I want people to know. And in that, by the way, you're listening to all this. We're getting all excited. If you want to join us, you can. Just um, what's the number quickly before you do that? How they can sign up? Oh, I will tell you. Give me one quick <laughs> second. Forgive me. It's seven one eight six two seven forty three hundred. Should I repeat that? Yeah, seven one eight. I wrote it down six two seven forty three hundred to sign up to bake with us at Mums on a Mitzvah. Okay, and it's filling up really quickly. We really, you know, are limited with the amount of people that right. we could squeeze in because, you know, we can only fit two hundred and forty. So that's the max. Great, and we're near that goal. So okay, so what are the, some of the vendors? Okay, so we have Baked by Beebe's, which became insanely popular lately. Um, so that's exciting. Treats by Eileen Blossom Blue, who is always so generous. She sells tablecloths and, and challah covers. She's amazing. Last year she gave us a ton of stuff. This year she's giving us a ton of stuff. She's just incredible. I love her. And if you stop at Blossom Blue, give, him, give Barbara a hug from us. Okay. Super Nuts, um, SY Cuisine, Sephardic Specialties, Leslie uh, Chera Curated Olives, Kitchen Project, Flower Fantasy, and Carmona, New York. And all these people actually uh, donated towards the gift basket, which was won today by, guess who? Did you know, Naomi, who won? No. <laughs> the Ghetto Gourmet. <laughs> <laughs> Elisa. <laughs> Is that not uh, crazy? <laughs> I love her. I cannot wait to hang out with her. She deserves it. <laughs> I mean, anyone deserves it, but I, I adore Elisa, so yeah. I was very happy that she won. I'm not going to lie. Um, so that's what the basket was that she won. Cool. Very nice. And, yeah. and also she, she won uh, uh, a raffle ticket towards the um, table that we're auctioning off. I don't know if you remember last year. Last year we had a gorgeous Shabbat table yeah, uh, yeah. that we auctioned off. This year we changed it a little bit because we wanted to make it a little different, and we're doing an hors d'oeuvres table. So it's or a meza table, whatever you want to call it, and it's just everything that you could imagine that if you're doing an hors d'oeuvres party, what would you have on your table? So I could, I could enter to win that? Too? Absolutely. Yeah, I want <laughs> and with that. your like, you will win. Uh, I don't <laughs> so, know. I'm not willing. good at these little Chinese auction things. Okay, good. I win because I do tzedakah. That's why. You know. <laughs> we <Okay>. love you. <laughs> okay, that's very cool. So um, make sure everybody signs up to come to Mums on a Mitzvah Chalabek for Shabbat Project, 718-627-4300. That is going to be a very exciting event. Um, Lisa Salem, the Get and Gourmet, is going to be doing a demo as well. Who else? Yes. She is, and also Holy Kale is doing one. Holy Kale. i got to get as, her in here, yeah. Yes, as well as Buddha Bulls and Burpees. That's the name of Michelle Gindy's Instagram site. Um, so those are the three women that are going to be uh, taking 15-minute increments during that one-hour time to make two demos each. So it's going to be really exciting. Very nice, very nice. So we're very excited. I will see you next. I can't believe it's next week already. I know. It's insane, right? We, we, will, we will see you next week. And um, Thank you so much for having pleasure. us. My pleasure. And, and I'm, I'm super excited. We'll keep posting and keep signing up 718-627-4300 for the awesome. Challah Bake at the Sephardic Center next Thursday for Shabbos Project. Thank you, Linda Sadaka. Thank you. Have All a right. great day. Bye. Have an awesome day. Okay, we are uh, right here in the studio on the Larissa. We had over the phone Linda Sadaka from Mums on a Mitzvah. Very excited to have 
to be with her and to be it's always nice to be invited back she to sounds great participate yeah her. very 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 hardworking girl she's like mitzvah mum she's like it's always fabulous. working it's hard to when we we're planning how i was helping out a little bit it's hard to like reach her because she's like always doing mitzvahs. not only work but mitzvahs <laughs> right? you know she has a mitzvah mobile she has a mitzvah right? mobile i i, I really <laughs> so impressed i she find, sounds great i find these people's extremely right? inspirational I do so too. So, Esty, my bestie. Hi. I always say Esty's my bestie. We love to sit and schmooze and talk food. And she was in the studio, I feel like, God time flies. Ago, right? A couple months ago. Was yeah. it last season, this season? Last season. Last season. Before, before Rosh Hashanah. Before Rosh Hashanah. Before Rosh Hashanah. Oh, yeah. my God. Was it before the summer or since the it summer? It was like the end of the summer, I think. Yeah. God it's time to goes remember. crazy. I'm telling okay. you, my head is filled <laughs> up with stuff because I couldn't remember. Um, from Aqua, I couldn't remember. Oh, Asaf's name and, and and so again <laughs> a big happens? shout out to Asaf and Avi Biton and Mark Aquinin from um, um, Aqua in Miami. Just wow, I'm still dreaming about. I loved your food. food pictures. Yeah, I, I was salivating. Yeah, it's nice. You know, it's funny. Like you got your Instagram page and it's filled with pictures of food and not your children. Food and travel. That's food what gets travel. me distracted. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> Food and travel oh. and my gorgeous children. One of my, my one of my my little one wasn't feeling well today, oh. so I'm feeling a bit guilty. Oh. She stayed at home with a friend of mine too, so could come into the studio today. But you oh. know, she's so cute. Big shout out to Leora. I hope you're feeling better. Okay. Thanks, Esty. So talk to me about this is year number what six oh, six of the kosher feast. Kosher feast. Kosher year feast dinner. Six. I don't think I was at the first one or two because I think my husband. The first one I don't think I knew about it. And the sick because I like it wasn't on my radar yet. Right, and I met you at the Kosher Cookbook Bake Off that we had with Jamie Geller. It, actually, I met you before that when you used to do demos at the appliance store. Right? Which which one? On Central Avenue. Oh, at AHC. Remember that? I went oh, in there. Sandy Tao from AHC. If you remember that, yeah. I came I in, that. exhausted, I mom. Whatever. We barely spoke, and then I'm like, oh, I want to reach out to you. Yeah, my, my, someone goes, this woman from Queens is coming to cover the store, to cover the show. Me. And I'm like, look, Esty, we really became besties. So it's very well, cute. Know, I knew a good thing when <laughs> I saw it. I do have good radar for people. And, and you were just so um, on par. And I'm like, you know, with what I do, which a little bit with the blog, Primetime Parenting, it primarily is a parenting lifestyle blog. But being that I'm a kosher consumer and that... Most of my family doesn't keep kosher, the outside of the family. We're like a new generation of kosher keepers, the Bale Chuva. You know, you have all your extended family with the old impressions, like Menachem said, of kosher. You know, right. not being... Yeah, so Esther, we bought you some jad gefilte fish for dinner. Oh, it's beyond. Don't <laughs> get me started. But since I and my husband both introduced the options in our families, they're ooing and eyeing, you know, and they're just... They love it. They look forward to it. It's not, gee, we have to go to a kosher place. It's, what kosher place could we go to? Which one? And right. I'll get a text from ST once in a while. Where should I go in this neighborhood? So the kosher restaurant scene is really, and as we're saying with Menachem, everything, the whole kosher is going up. So it's a revolution. ST took this idea along with Roberta Sher. Roberta Sher of koshereye.com. Yes. And and they made a, why don't you well, explain what did we do? it? You'll do it better justice okay. than me. The backstory really is, is that she put a tweet out, roll call, who's going to Kosher Fest, and this is 2009. Um, and then at that point, we actually used a conference room in the um, Meadowlands to get together. Oh, uh, really? Yes. It's, yes. It's a funny, few of us. I wasn't on, I'm not really much a Twitter. No. And that was Twitter was before really Instagram. Um and now Snapchat, and of course Vine, which is now not happening, or Periscope. So we met together, and then we did a follow-up. I actually used to have a show I did on Blog Talk Radio called Jewish Schmooze Network. <laughs> Believe it or not, if you Google it, you will find I interviewed some great people, Abraham Banda, Jamie Geller. This is going back 2009, 2010. So the next year when Kosher Fest came, Roberta reached out, and she said, look, we're going to do it now at a restaurant. Yeah, of course, because you're foodies. Yeah. Solo. It, yeah. That's not there anymore. But, I don't know. Something's there. That's yeah. Where, it, no, that's where Prime is. Right. Prime Grill. Right. So it used to be... Solo. Yeah. I believe. I just have to check on that my memory. But what yeah. happened was then that was selling out, and then it just got bigger. And then we said, why not see if some brands want to meet these people? Because 
in the other blogging world that I leave, I see, you know, going to conferences and brands looking to work with the bloggers and, you know, send samples. But now the industry, once you've been around a while, well, let's work a relationship out. You know, there's potential to monetize. I think everybody wants to know, you know, how do we monetize? How do we build relationships? And what Kosher Feast is about is kind of like you said, you know, it's the event before the event. It's, it's not to say piggyback, but since everyone's in town, you know, let's get together. And what we're going to do is network. You're a PR person. I'm a blogger. You know, um, you have a new product coming out. Let's get you in touch with people. So that type of thing was really in our minds. And also for everyone to see everybody in person, because Kosher Fest is amazing, but it's kind of crazy. Like, you know, it's crowds. Where do you really get that one-to-one um, opportunity? And maybe if a big brand wants to meet some bloggers, it might be very hard. So we say, look, this is a chance. It's more intimate. It's 100 people, you know, this year. We had to cut back because every year we sell out with a waiting list. So we really had to put our foot down. Um, but I'm really excited about where we've gone, where we are. And where we can go, and this year we're at Colba. Right, it's a um. <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I, I love the location. I'm very excited. We're, we're um looking forward to what yes. they're going to put on the yes. put put themselves on the social media map. Hundred um, percent. And and I think that's a great idea for them. But I'm looking forward to the most is just seeing everyone. Absolutely. I love. Absolutely. I look at it as the biggest networking event. This year there was no Kosher Flu Bloggers Conference. Uh, Melinda, Melinda Strauss. Melinda Strauss um, we know you're busy. Um, no, 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 yeah, right. She's super busy and, and she had to take the year off not to run it. We're still actually on the high from last year. Like a lot of networking went on and we're still feeling the residual of that, Absolutely. which is fabulous. Thank, yes. That was really yes. so much went into that. So it can carry us over till next year and she's going to have little workshops coming up. Um, in That's the next great. couple of months, but there's a need for it. The, it's the one thing about kosher bloggers and kosher feast and kosher fest. People within the industry are getting to work together. Even forget, like outside the industry where we want to, the businesses and all that, the producers of ingredients and items and all that. But within each other, how we can help and support each other, and I think that that's a really necessary thing in our world. You need your tribe. You need you, know, you need your not peeps, just the MOTs. But you need your network, your wing people to help. If you've got something going on, they're going to be out there commenting, engaging, sharing your content because a lot of uh, success is due to metrics and engagement. Right. You know, if you look at Instagram, people who are getting 300 likes, you know, depending on how many thousands of followers, this is definitely something the PR people are looking at. Right. And you may not even know it. And we see also... You know, kosher brands now doing campaigns like Norman's, uh, Lipton. I saw Jamie doing something with them and Susie Fishbein, Vintage Seltzer. You know, I mean, I am just amazed when I see like, you know, Busy in Brooklyn, Honey doing things. She does and so and Pascal. much. Miriam Big Shot. Yeah. And what's Colbert's Instagram page? Um, I have to double check on that. But okay. they do have a Facebook page, which they're more active. So it's Colbert uh, New York. Colbert, because I'm, 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 I'm just... Seeing if I can pull it up. Um, Please follow them, Colbert. They are not on Instagram. Okay, well, here's the story. Okay, I'm just having a look. I'm just having a look. Okay, I can't find it. That's okay. Um, Now I'm going to go to... We work with these restaurants also. They're not used to what's happened with getting traffic to the restaurant. Instagram, Snapchat, when you go places, who's looking? You know, people like, yeah, that's kosher, Elon Kornblum. How are people now... Finding out about restaurants through these resources, and they're credible because people are honest. But again, the, some, not all the brands have caught up. Right. So restaurants, we come in and we're doing this dinner. They're getting a whole education. You know, I know Colba is a very big catering business. Right, and they have a few restaurants. They do. And Roslyn, I think they just remodeled. Great Neck. You know, a lot of my Persian friends always use them for their events and bat mitzvahs and simchas. But we really come in, and Kosher Feast is also a benefit for the restaurant as well. Colbe, K-O-L-K, C, C-O-L-B-E-H. C-O-L-B-E-H. Yes. Well, there you go. Yes. Colbe Restaurant Group, Colbe, New York City. Yes, yes. All right, right up there. It has a wonderful, their location is phenomenal. Here, 
We're doing this. Can, is this up on the screen? Make sure you follow them on Facebook. Nice. Follow them. And if you've been, let them know. Or you can hashtag Colba New York because it will get picked up if people are Googling. Um, I had the opportunity to go a few months back with Roberta, our husbands. We had a double date. Ooh. And yes, it was so nice. And we were blown away. I mean, first of all, it's a stunning looking place. So, you know, again. It's, it's beautiful. I was there on New Year's Eve about two years ago. I recorded a, I think we did a pre-record show here. Then I met my husband in Midtown and we oh, had an that's... early dinner. And we got out before all the crazy crowds on New Year's Eve. But it was back. The location, the location is, is phenomenal amazing. For kosher. They have the wine, you know, Royal Wine will once again. Thank you, Shlomo Brashka. Uh, you know, he just got married. I know, Mazel Tov. We're still saying he's, Mazel Tov to he's him. He's been helping us out for years with the royal wine um we look forward to people coming and feasting and i just want to say we're selling tickets really fast now if you are a uh enterprising foodie if you are um somebody who's in marketing and is looking to maybe work on a project with some bloggers you should come and i'll tell you send us an email there's a couple ways one kosherfeast at gmail.com you can also go to our facebook page kosherfeast and basically, what was the third way? Eventbrite, yes. Eventbrite. <laughs> the Sorry. way I actually get yes, the tickets. Yes, yes. Kosher Feast is listed on Eventbrite. So we really encourage people. And every year as you've been there, you know, it's the who's who in the industry. It, it's not always sometimes about the food as well. It's mm -hmm. about, I'm, you know, I keep coming back. It's the, it's the relationships right. that are built. I have made... So many, and I'm not just saying good friends. I always joke that everyone's my best friend because I really, <laughs> everyone who I like, I love, you know, like, but the connections I've made through Kosher Fest, I became such good friends with Deanie Klein from Deanie Delivers. You've got to follow her. She yes, is hilarious. She's so cute. Um, so cute. You know, especially on Snapchat. I'm not on Snapchat, but I heard it's hilarious. Do you have time to follow? I don't have time. I wish I could. Uh, yeah, she is amazing. And I met her at Kosher Fest a couple of years ago. Like, we hung yeah, out, she we came, take classes together. Like, yeah, she I've came to our dinner that year. I remember seeing her, she was involved with the Shabbos project and I reached out because I'm like, who is this person who's cooking, who's like, got, got to mention, like model-ish, yeah, model-esque yeah. actually. But you know. <laughs> she's gorgeous. She is. Stunning and, and sweet though. Midwest girl, love it. She's, I think, St. Louis. Yeah. But you know, she was so kind and she came, you know, and um, she was had been doing other things, of course. But it is true, the connections, and we look out for each other. I think it's really important when you're trying to grow your brand that someone's honest with you, you know, or, hey, your first paragraph has a typo in it. I've done that many times to people, you know, because how could you look at that and not say anything, right? You know. I get caught out all the time. It's okay, though. I have the gift of speech. I can talk and talk and talk and talk. <laughs> it's okay. But I can't write. When you're doing a million things. It's going to happen. Forget million. I can't do one thing right. We, I mean, with writing, I'm terrible. You're on so the go. It's okay. I was on the train today, put a post up, and um, my husband goes, it says buy instead of my. I'm like, okay, I'll go change I it. I love like, it. Like, bring it. If He's you ever like, see a typo, email me. I'm not embarrassed. Have no I no shame. I no can't shame. help her. I just, you know, if you can talk for an hour straight, call like a what? I can do that. And but do I can't chop write. competitions and <laughs> run around Miami and eat. Eat. No, yeah, it's, we can all eat. <laughs> we can all eat. But again, I think people who are listening to the show, again, um, we have all, we have enterprising people coming and we have people who are the and top. And if you just want to come and just meet and hang out and, and you're not in right. the food industry and you just want to have a you're great meal at Colby, it's going to be friendly. there putting their best foot forward. Or maybe your cousin opened a restaurant, like one of my friends, her cousin opened a kosher restaurant in Cuba. Cuba. Oh, that's cool. Uh, so she, Do they want us to come down? Well, let's, come on, I'm going to introduce you. I'm going to introduce you at the, I'll make sure to introduce you. I. Um, so we have, it's a food connection too, food friendly. But again, we really ha are looking so forward oh, to it. Colbert is putting their best foot forward. They, they yes. are. They better. <laughs> They're having 100 media food, yes. seriously, food people. Yes. are photographing their work. And they are, you know, if you, you haven't been there, that's the night you want to go. That's the night you want to go. And, you know, if you're, especially if you're in Manhattan, it's fun. Who were the honorees? Every year, give an honoree. Yes. I was okay. very honored to get an honor last year, the Cutting Edge Award. And I have my knife. And okay, I love so that knife. And he just started using it because everyone was screaming at me, why knife. such a good knife and just I wasn't that. using it. But I'm like, it has my name engraved in it. Why would I use it? <laughs> like, it's a sharp, amazing knife. 
Use it already, oh, woman. Fantastic. So I, I use love it. that knife. Just be careful because it's very, it's very sharp. It's got an yeah, edge so to tell it. Us, tell it's us about the okay, award. Okay, so we have, of course, categories. We have cutting edge. That was mine last year. Okay, so this Who's year we're getting we have that. Mendel Siegel. Oh, uh, barbecue. Ra- Rabbi Q. Rabbi Q. And he has a product that you could get any on Amazon and Jewel. I saw it in Chicago. And Gourmet Glot. Gourmet Glot, shout out. We have Amy Reitzer. What oh, do you want to eat? She's really like exploded. She's doing a lot. She's of the things. cutest thing ever. She's so fun on Instagram too. Like I, I follow I love her. her bagel what? pictures. So then our kosher pioneers this year. We have Paula Scheuer, who Paula has Paula been she, around. She's coming. Around. Yes, yeah. yes. We're got so a fourth excited. book coming out. Oh, I know. She's busy. And from Grow and Behold, Anna and Naftali. Look what they've done. I mean. Yeah. They're like everywhere, and they're everywhere. so nice, down to earth. I mean, from the videos they've done, you know. I must about get the them in the studio again. It's been we get had them, them in last here. year before Thanksgiving, and then he sent me a turkey, a grub, a whole turkey. I was like, Whoa. oh my gosh, how good was that? Huh? It's the juiciest thing I've ever had in my life. But everything they send me is amazing. It's great. It's great. So those are the kind of things we also have some surprise awards. Can you share no, any? Oh, what? Come on, SD. No, come on. Come on, everyone go, SD, SD. Have, I can hear and it. And actually, the- Naomi, I have to give her credit. She's not only like uber chopped lady and all that stuff, but she's a great marketing mind. So, rising star. But I can't <laughs> tell you anything about that. And of course, we have the Gil Marks Award. Which so, what? Rising star is a new. Oh, that was somebody the- who's really, you know, yes. Okay, um, cool. And then, of course, Gil Marks. Have we got nominations? Are people yes, nominated? If you want to nominate, just explain Kosher that award feast. for our last yes. couple of minutes. Basically, Gil Marks, who unfortunately um, has left this world. He just came up as a memory of me and him. Yeah. I don't know fest? if you were here. Me and him in the studio. He was a guest two or three times. I don't know if you remember him. He wrote um, like the Kosher Bible. He wrote. He's a phenomenal, he, his food historian. Mensch of a guy, nice. He had a magazine years ago. Smicha, why you smicha? Uh, and a chef. And great family. And basically when he passed, you know, we said, how do we honor this person? So we did create the Gilmarks Award to look at somebody who's a menschlich person, you know, who helps others, who is um, really down to earth and, and real and really doing good things. So, yes, that is coming up in kosherfeast at gmail.com. Like even if you want to send somebody who you know in the food industry that, or the bloggers, the chef, a restaurant author, owners, restaurant owners, shout out to you guys. You work so hard and come on. They should be coming to this too. Like everyone right, in the food industry you should want, be coming. You know, as Elon has created a lot of amazing events, which it's those people who are driving that kosher, his group started the day after kosher fest two years ago. Yes. Kosher feast. So yes. Yes. Two years. 24,000 oh, are up to. And, and growing. And he's and doing growing. great things. He's, I just, he's, Flying here, flying there. So, the uh, the opportunities are endless. If you have your mind on kosher, if you're PR, if you're food, if you're a chef or a cookbook author, really come and network and schmooze and get where you want to go on Kosher Fest. Get your map in order because the buzz will be about new products. You know, where do you start your day? Milchiks or Flashiks? You know, Milchiks all day. If you're lactose intolerant. <laughs> Like, you know, Take some of pill. our friends here in the studio, <laughs> just do the meat. You could just do that. You could just do the meat. Or if you're you a vegetarian, do just do the cheese. You will be full all day. And wait, 90 new exhibitors? Come on. Let's He's, look at who that is. In advance, let's start talking about who do we want to see? Who are the winners we need of a the map. I know ZK, ZK and I, we're doing our show, so make sure you watch in two weeks on Friday. We're going to be recording it um, at Kosher hi. Fest. Are you at a booth, Esty? No, no, I'm we're just walking, walking around. So we're going to uh, have to scout out. Oh, you're remote? Out. You're a we're remote? remote. Oh, we're we're so scouting out the best shows, the, the best things there. He's freaking out because he's got a busy week. Um, Nachum Siegel oh, Network yes, is going, right? Everyone knows, right? We're going to Venice. You're not going to sleep. I hope you're staying near. I, I'm uh, ju- yeah. I hope they well, got you a hotel room. I ordered a case of five-hour Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'll give you some energy. She, yeah, just stand around this one. Um, so, yeah, that's that's an incredible, uh, that's going to be an incredible it's set of be. shows. We are down to our last minute, SD. Our conversations go like this. I've got an incredible month coming up of shows. and co- I'm going to be doing a chopped competition in Gourmet Glut where people are going to be invited to compete from the listenership of 
Very nice. table for two. I'm going to be having on Beth Warren. I'm in a couple of weeks. I'm going to be having on Jay Booksbaum in the next few weeks. Um, I'm just trying to think off the top of my head. So many. We've got the uh, Challah Bake next week as well at my house. There are so many crazy things coming up for table for two. We really want to up the ante for the end of the 2016 year as we are well onto our way into season five. It's going to be coming up to the anniversary of table for two. Okay. Congratulations. Yeah. So everyone, I just want to say Shabbat Shalom. Wish you all an awesome weekend. Uh, We have music sponsored by our um, sponsored by Kedem right up until Lichbenting. Our show is sponsored by Natural and Kosher where quality and flavour matter. Shabbat shalom, everyone. See you next week at my house. Challah bake. Get some challah. Flour.